0: Vision 180. Live different. It's different. So how are you, Kevin?
1: I'm great. I, uh, I've i had quite a busy week. I'm, I'm currently on tour with Winter Jam. Um, so it's, it's been a lot of uh, traveling around the country and then whatever little off time I do have is usually spent working some more, Um, but I'm I'm blessed to be uh, out on the road singing.
0: Totally. And it must be such a big change after being in lockdown for so long and not being able to tour, and then all of a sudden it's like, here's all like two years of work all in one year.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. So actually, uh, in 2020, I did the Winter Jam tour as well, and uh, it was the last 10 shows of the tour that ended up getting canceled due to COVID. So gradually our shows became less and less in attendance and Mm. it was right when the world started to stay at home and everything went on lockdown. So to go from that just two years ago to everything that we've now been through and coming out on the other side again and and going back to making live music, uh, it's just been awesome. I missed it so much.
0: I bet. And I bet you've got all this energy now to just put it out there and go for it. I'm lo- I'm loving seeing that in artists. Um, they're just starting to yeah. bring out all this new music that they've been working on for two years in lockdown. I was going to go back. So let's go back to the start of when you first got into music. You auditioned for American Idol way back in the day. Was that Was that your turning point when you decided I want to do this music and performing as a career or did you always want to do that from a young age? Believe it or
1: not, I just always wanted to do it at at a young age. Uh, However, I never felt like there was a specific turning point as to when it went from hobby to career. Uh, I did American Idol, yes, when I was 15, so I was still pretty young. Um, but it was really just something I did for fun and because I loved singing and it just so happened that a producer saw my tape and asked me to come out on the show. But ironically, it led to an acting career uh, first. So I kind of just rolled with the punches a little bit and said, you know, I guess being in front of the cameras on American Idol has led to an acting thing. That's totally fine. But I really hope that I can revisit music at some point. And luckily I was because uh, you might even say that music was my first love. Uh, It was just sort of the acting stuff worked out First so now to be able to Write music and record with capital And just so many amazing things that have Happened since that time uh, It's like I'm finally coming full circle to do What it is I always wanted to do And I feel really lucky for that
0: Wow so singing Is your main passion Or that was your first passion and acting Kind of came after Yeah definitely
1: I mean it definitely was my first passion Uh, Like I said it's just you know Some things are, are timing and and for some reason, it's like, you know, God wanted me to act too, I guess. Maybe it's because I was so good yeah. at it and that I was doing projects that were, you know, bringing a lot of joy into people's lives. Like I've worked for Disney Channel for a bit and uh, I can't even tell you how many times, you know, kids will come up to me and say how much they love the show and the character and how much uh-huh. I'm into them. So I felt, I feel like it's all been orchestrated uh, for me, <laughs> whether or not I had a say, but. Through it all, I, I am so grateful to be doing what I'm doing and, and I, I've loved every second of it. So whether it's, it's really any kind of performing, you know, acting, music, but just being able to express myself creatively is, is really fulfilling for me and I'm lucky to be able to do it for a career.
0: And it must have been a dream being able to combine your two passions of singing and acting, working on the Netflix movie a week away. What, would is, what was it like filming a musical?
1: It was something I had wanted to do for a long time. Uh, So it was a bucket list project for me, for sure. Uh, But that doesn't mean it was a lot of, it wasn't a lot of work. It was. uh, But, you know, when it comes to kind of combining singing and then dance choreography and still trying to play a character and, you know, be within the scene, it's a lot of cogs turning in your brain. Uh, But if you can do it and pull it off, then they end up becoming like just these really Mm. fun uh, movies and I feel like that's what we got with A Week Away, uh, which is just this really well done film. And that's so fun and spreads so much light and posit- positivity. And uh, I feel really lucky to have gotten the yeah. opportunity to do that project. It also led to what I'm doing on the music side, which is, uh, you know, this EP, the It's About Time EP and, and being able to write the kind of music that I wanted to do. Uh, not just the soundtrack for a week away. So I'm finally writing and recording the music I've always wanted to make and the fact that, you know, people are hearing it and falling in love with it, it just means the world to
0: me. It's so cool. And going back to the a, a week away, I've always wanted to know with musicals, so are you lip syncing when you're actually on set or do you actually sing the songs and then they add the music? In? Like how does it work Yeah, with the music and the acting? So
1: usually uh, – we will record the soundtrack in a studio prior to principal photography. So prior to filming the actual scenes uh, and then they will play the music that we've recorded uh, on a giant speaker while we're on set. So they're just playing it out loud and it's our job to kind of lip sync to it, to uh, create the, you know, the blocking, the choreography to it. Uh, But really, it's just the camera and the visual equipment capturing uh, in synchrony with the audio as it's playing out loud. So even though it looks like we're singing in the moment, uh, it's really just a technical thing where uh, they're just playing it out loud on a speaker and and we're lip syncing. That's a, a little secret of musical films.
0: Wow. That's so clever because you wouldn't you wouldn't know. It's, yeah. yeah, really. If well you done. if you
1: do your job well, then then hopefully no one knows the difference. <laughs> uh, but it, it takes a lot of work. A lot of work.
0: So is this true? After your initial audition for a week away, you were offered the role of Sean first, and then you read the script and thought, "Nah, I think I'd be better as well." Is is that true?
1: That's true. Yeah, if you can believe oh. it, um, actors get turned down a lot, uh, and and if they get an offer and they happen to get an offer. Uh, sometimes it's not always for the right role. Uh, it's a combination of you as the actor trying to play a character and understand who that character is, as well as the casting director who's doing their job and trying to make it come together and find the right person for it. So in that way, it feels like a, a team effort uh, at that point in the production process. But yes, I was uh, initially auditioned for the role of Sean wow. and offered that role, uh, and it wasn't until after I had been offered that role that I had asked to read the script to be sure that I wanted to accept the role. Uh, and when I got the script, it was just a rare, one of those rare things where I found myself leaning towards the other character's line. And I, I realized, oh my God, I, I, I got to play this Will role. This is the, the better role for me. Um, you know, as much as I love this other character, uh, I think I, it would be a shame if I didn't play this character. So I asked them and uh, if I could read for it. And they said, no, no, we're looking for a dark-haired Charlie Sheen type. And I said, look, just let me read for the character. If <laughs> you don't want to give me the role, play Sean. If not, then, you know. But it ended up working out and uh it, it just felt like one of those things that was meant to be.
0: Yeah, good on you. Like that's pretty ballsy to come back and be like, no, uh, I'm pretty sure that this, <laughs> this is the character that suits me. Yeah. Uh, it's good on ya. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> So
0: you you touched on your album, It's About Time. It's out right now. Can you give us a bit of a summary? Like, What's the main message that you are hoping to to get across in this album? Yeah,
1: so for me, It's About Time is really just that. Uh, It's a song about time and how valuable it is and how fragile life can be and how really at the end of the day, we tend to take it for granted when we shouldn't. Um, and it, it's easy that when things are going well in life or we get caught up in a routine that we just kind of take each day for granted or we start to look at the glass half empty when really no matter what happens, uh, every day, every single day is a blessing and, and it should always be looked at half full. So, you know, I was kind of going for the, it, as cliche as it sounds, the, the whole carpe diem, uh, seize the day idea, but, I wanted to make it in a way that was more of a a unique and cheeky reminder that, you know, life really is about time itself and how we choose to spend that time. Uh, And that's why I love the song so much, because it, it takes such a simple idea and turns it into something so anthemic and so positive, uplifting, uh, and through it all, like it, the song is really just a reminder that uh, w- we need to make the most of every day because we, we really don't know when it's going to be our last.
0: Mm, and it's
1: so that's something we should mind.
0: It's such great timing too, especially after going through COVID. I know so many people recently who have decided to just quit their jobs. Um, I have a friend who literally sold the house, they bought a caravan, they're about to do like travel around because they're like life is so short. We need to like embrace every moment. It's just, yeah, amazing timing. It it, it Was COVID something that kind of spurred that whole idea? Yeah,
1: I mean, totally. Like, it's what you said. The timing of the song was just perfect. Uh, And, you know, with the pandemic and and, uh, the unfortunate timing of COVID, uh, it just felt like these messages and these songs were really relevant. Uh, And as someone who has dealt with grief and loss myself, um, it's not easy, you know, and, uh, you know, it took me losing a couple friends along the way, uh, to realize that I, maybe I was taking life for granted at some point, or maybe I wasn't, you know, using each minute, uh, in the way that I should have been. And that's okay. You know, like we, we make mistakes. We, we have regrets, but there's one thing that we can do, and that is change it. And that's one of my favorite things about life is that every day is is a new opportunity to be a better person and, and um, make those changes and, and, and live a life that was better than it was mm. the previous day. Um, so, you know, I feel like that's the message I was trying to get across in the song. And if my song can be a reminder uh, to people who need to hear that or need to be reminded of that, then mission accomplished.
0: Yeah, good job. And um, I've just watched your film clip last night and I'm loving it as well. It's a bit of a tribute to The Breakfast Club going back in the 80s. You a bit of a fan of The Breakfast Club? Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you
1: for watching. Exactly. Yeah. It's, the whole concept is basically a, a, a nod to The Breakfast Club. Love it. Uh, you know, I grew up in Chicago. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, but, but my heart is still in Chicago sometimes. And, and that city and its people hold a special place in my heart. Uh, so growing up, I always felt a personal affinity to that movie, and and it helped me kind of relate to these universal themes that we see in the film of coming of age and you know uh, realizing that you're no longer a kid. Mm. And it's a brilliant screenplay and and a brilliant brilliantly produced film. So if I I felt like I could kind of create something like that in a condensed three and a half minute music so video uh, that still gets those same ideas across and gives a nod to one of my favorite films. And uh, I feel like the It's About Time music video is the perfect epitome for what we were trying to do there.
0: Yeah, you've done a great job. It's awesome. Thank you. I have to ask, though, about halfway through, you do a backflip from the ground. Is that actually you or is that a stunt stunt double? Oh, yeah.
1: I, I'm surprised you caught that. No one's actually mentioned that. But, yeah, that is me. Um, I do know how to do uh, a back handspring and a back tuck, which is a, a standing backflip. That said, uh, I'm going to be 25 here pretty soon. So I, I don't quite have the courage that I used to have to pull it <laughs> off with the the holiday weight I've been carrying since last year. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is me. And, and I appreciate you noticing. It, it was a... a it was tough to pull off but I did yeah I was going
0: to say how many times did you have to do that to like nail it because they're like oh sorry we missed that you're going to have to do it again you're like oh no
1: oh no I, I timed it just at once I, I-, I refused wow. to do it any more than that because uh, it-, it it was a little scary for me to do uh, in the moment I was like if I can do this it's going to be really fun and-, and really you know cool and uh, it ended up working out so uh, no broken bones thank goodness
0: good job yeah thank goodness <laughs> oh good job <laughs> And I just want to cover, before we leave, your track, Wildfire. We play it right here on Vision 180. Can you tell us a little bit about that song?
1: Yeah, Wildfire. uh, You know, one of the kind of cohesive themes that you will hear in this EP is the rediscovery of light and, you know, brightness in dark times. Uh, And that's why I love that the EP starts off with Wildfire because it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the EP and the general themes and messages that we were trying to get that i was trying to get across Mm. Uh, and wildfire is really just a a metaphor an anthemic metaphor for when you're at your lowest low of diving back into your faith and, and diving back into that light that you can always count on and that is reliable even when you're at your worst so the wildfire you know all the lyrics are basically just a metaphor for that idea which is you know when it's brightest in the dark, you're the one that made it start. Your love, it burns like a light. It's just something that is accountable and reliable. And, you know, even if you don't think it's there, it's always there and it will never leave mm. you and it will get you through the toughest of times. So that's my best explanation oh. for, for wildfire, which is really the wildfire is a metaphor.
0: Oh, I love that. That's really cool. I want to go back and listen to it now that I know the, the meaning behind it. That's great.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, Thanks.
0: And Kevin, before we leave, can you let us know what are you working on next? What's what's your plan for 2022? Definitely
1: more music. Um,
0: yeah,
1: I I'm currently on the road with Winter Jam touring, uh, but I am writing music on my off days and. Uh, I'm looking forward to EP number two, uh, writing and recording more music. Uh, I think this next EP is going to be bigger and better and even bolder, which I'm excited about. You know, because this It's About Time EP will really just feel like a stepping stone. I'm really looking forward to the music that's to come. Uh, That said, I also still work as an actor and and I'm just as passionate about that. So I I do try to balance the two sides of my career. Uh, I just shot a horror thriller film with J.K. Simpson. yeah, yeah. So if you've ever seen Whiplash, um, the movie about the drummer, uh so J.K. Simmons is starring in it, and I have a supporting role in that film. Wow. Um, there are a couple other film projects in the works, so really it's just finding more opportunities to act and, and more opportunities to write and record music. That's what's in my future. That's a
0: bit of a, a change going from doing like a high school musical type <laughs> musical to a horror yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, you know, if an actor can be versatile, uh, you know, it's like the same with music. You know, it's like if you can do a a sad mid-tempo or ballad vibe, and and still have that song be just as good as the anthemic, you know, radio pop song, then you're doing your job. You know, Uh, versatility is always. If you can pull it off It shows thing. off
0: your talent Thank you so much, Kevin And thanks for your time And all the best for 2022 We look forward to some new music Thank you
1: so much, Mel I, I really appreciate your time today Have a good one You
0: too Thanks, Kevin Bye-bye Catch you later Thanks for taking time To listen to this audio on demand From Vision Christian Media To find out more about us Go to vision.org.au